Time for TM Views, uh, our editorial segment, and we're very pleased to have joining us from Korea University Law School, Professor Kim Gi-chang on the line. Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Professor Kim. Uh, We do need to get your thoughts on uh, what has uh, become a big issue, uh, which is the killing of a South Korean civilian, a a government uh, fisheries official, who, uh, by the reports that we know so far, uh, may have made an attempt to defect to North Korea, was found in the waters there by uh, North Korean sailors, and subsequently uh, shot and killed. Uh, There are some murkier details here in regards to the circumstances and uh, the idea of the the burning of the flotation device or the body. But as it stands right now, uh, what are your thoughts on the issue? Mm, I think, first of all, it is an unfortunate incident, and especially the family members of the person uh, killed uh, must be going through a very difficult time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then there are factual details which still need to be investigated and confirmed. Uh, but then it seems that there are almost, how should I say, deranged level of belligerency and uh, incitement to uh, military conflict mm. which is going on that that is absurd in my view when the facts are not yet fully confirmed it would be crazy to to suggest that the korean military should retaliate that's i think very very yeah. absurd what it is strange that uh, because there is perhaps a criticism of the current government, a criticism of the ruling party, and maybe a dislike of uh, what they want to see, or maybe a, an attempt to politically exploit the situation. But what do you make of? It struck me as kind of odd, uh, Professor Kim, that the Cheongidang, the Justice Party, there are certain members of the Justice Party who their roots are in the Progressive Party, which by far were the most so-called pro-North Korean political force here in South Korea. That they are even calling for that kind of aggressive military action. Uh, is is it is it because of this um, wanting to, uh, I guess, enhance yourself politically that they, they could uh, reach such a stance? Yes, it is quite disconcerting and surprising to see Jeongidang, the Justice Party, to take that kind of stance. Um, Justice Party used to uh, stand for a peaceful relationship with uh, North Korea and more uh, engagement policy. And they were opposed to this uh, hawkish, belligerent stance of the um, right-wing opposition, main opposition party. But this time around, I don't know what happens, but they are suggesting some complete nonsense. For instance, South Korean Navy should have uh, conducted a rescue mission uh, in the North Korean waters. That is uh, very uh, troubling in my view. They might try to... um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they might try to um, win some scores, political yeah. scores, but that's certainly not a responsible uh, political party's uh, stance. And it goes against, I, I guess, the basic principles of what that party was founded upon. Uh, I do also want to get your thoughts on 
the initial reaction to this uh, was appropriate, right? Both the ruling party side, both the opposition side, both the government, everybody said this was this was not acceptable. You do not kill a South Korean civilian uh, in international waters, and that should never be tolerated. That was the reaction by the president, by the Blue House, by everybody. Um, then subsequently, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un um, sent an apology, a written letter, uh, basically uh, expressing regret for what happened, uh, indicating that he was not the one that ordered this uh, killing. Now, uh, that has also been politicized. On the one hand, the opposition is saying the North Korean leader says something and everybody here is following that line and taking it at face value. On the other hand, uh, people feel that this is unprecedented and it does show maybe some sincerity on the attempt by the North Korean leader to uh, at least maintain relations and not have relations get worse. Where, Where do you stand on that? Oh, my immediate reaction was, yes, this is very, uh, very fresh. I, I have never, I've never seen North Korean leader uh, expressing in such a frank manner uh, a clear, unequivocal apology to South Korean people. That that is remarkable. That's my immediate gut reaction. And secondly, uh, we have to actually carefully look at the facts and the data. Uh, namely, uh, in the course of the past couple of years or a few years, there have been uh, more than uh, 10, 10 or 20 instances or cases of defection from South Korea to North Korea. And North Korean government has so far been uh, returning those South Korean civilians back to South Korea. Uh, Now, this is the first time during the Kim Jong-un's reign that uh, 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 someone from South Korea who is perhaps allegedly in in the course of defection was killed. And they say, I think informally, uh, at least they say that it's because of COVID-19 concern. They don't want any person from outside to land in, in North Korea. And maybe that explains a very different reaction uh, in, in this time around. And also, I, I have to point out, although this is controversial, I know this is controversial, mm-hmm. because the, the waters is controversial area, whether right. it's North Korean territory or it's certainly not South Korean territory, but whether it's international waters, it is a controversial issue. But uh, it is clear that North Korea claims that it is their uh, waters. Now, the border control military troop forces are under strict orders of a rule which the military members must follow. And if some unidentified person approaches and if they don't respond in accordance with the the code, then they have to shoot. I'm afraid that's the rule. And South Korean military, Navy, including Navy, uh, follows the very similar rules uh, of border protection and border control. And that this is what happened. And it is really not something to politicize about. Yeah, well, speaking of that uh, politicization, uh, let's talk about some of the reaction here. Uh, The founder of OnLab, the the man responsible for why my PC has this uh, process running that eats up all my CPU resources and memory bandwidth with its OnLab uh, monitoring system, 
I guess he's also a, uh, a political figure somewhat as well, uh, An c h o s u of the People's Party. He uh, is trying to really hammer home on this criticism against the Moon administration, saying that there is no difference between the um, handling of this tragic incident, again, of, of this individual who made his way into waters and was killed, and, and, and that should be looked into. But trying to tie this into uh, former President Park Geun-hye's gross mishandling and incompetence with the Seoul Ferry disaster, which resulted in the tragic loss of 300 South Korean citizens, something that could have been avoided or at least rescued and handled in a much more competent way. To, to compare these two things, I feel... It does go a step too far to a lot of people who still have very, very painful memories of Seoul Ferry. Uh, it, it, I don't know if that's a sound stri- strategic st- um, move as far as trying to win public favor, but uh, do you think that, that there is a calculation there? I'm afraid that just, um, just lowers the standards of political discourse, unfortunately. It is like grabbing anything and anything that, that floats or that moves to throw against the ruling party and try to uh, uh, win some political score. Look, what happened during several ferry disaster cannot be compared to this incident. This incident happened in, uh, in North Korean water, in, uh, in an area which North Korea claims is their territorial water. And what can current president do about some person floating into that area? I mean, can, can president, you know, take some fast-moving motorboat and try to rescue? What, what, what do they expect? Yeah. I'm, I understand that the military, South Korean military, was fully aware of the situation, and they were responding in accordance with the rules, avoiding milit- unnecessary military clash or confrontation. And the intelligence services were also, in my view, was reasonably apprised of the situation. And every, every governmental agencies were all fully aware of the situation. So what, what's, the dis- what's the fuss about this? Yeah, I, there was a uh, comparison made by uh, one of the uh, prominent uh, history scholars, c h o n u y o u n g who was basically saying, you can't compare Hello Ferry with 300 people losing their lives to an incident like a government official who's trying to defect and it is in international waters or disputed waters, and then, uh, let's say, uh, a South Korean civilian, a missionary like Kim s e o n i l going to Afghanistan despite the government saying, don't go there, you're going to get in danger. And then if subsequently something happens to them, uh, the president of the country has to protect its own civilians, but they cannot police the entire world in every single jurisdiction. So as you say, the, the reasonable comparison there uh, doesn't really make sense between um, Park Geun-hye's handling of Seoul Ferry and uh, what the Moon administration is doing with this uh, tragic incident. But then going forward, what do you think is going to happen uh, first with this investigation? As uh, It's not likely there will be a joint investigation between South and North Korea, but at least from the South Korean side. And what do you think uh, the impact it will have on the future of inter-Korean relations? I think the one very clear sign is that North Korean leadership does not want to deteriorate the inter-Korean relationship. That is a very clear message. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un wants the relationship between two Koreas to improve, 
And I think we must uh, make that uh, uh, as, as a constructive force uh, going forward about this unfortunate uh, and tragic death of this one uh, government official uh, from South Korea. I think uh, the South Korean government must do whatever it can to accurately find out about the facts and inform uh, and uh, take complete transparency. That's all that the government can do uh, when a, a, a tragic accident happens. What happened at Seoul Ferry and why people are so upset, that is precisely because there was no transparency. Mm. So about this incident, what government can do is to achieve complete transparency through reliable fact-finding as much as we can. I mean, obviously, there are limits because what happened was not within our waters. But we must take this uh, sign from North Korea that they want a more friendly relationship with South Korea. And what happened has probably uh, a lot to do with COVID-19 uh, concerns. And we must take that as, as a starting point and try not to engage in this rather childish and very low-level political discourse. Yeah. And certainly we have to avoid this incitement to war or military confrontation, which is unfortunately the main opposition party is so keen. They constantly try to... Yeah blow some kind of war horn or war court. That's very unfortunate. Yeah, some things to uh, definitely uh, think about and as well as discuss uh, during the uh, Chuseok dinner tables uh, that I'm sure many families uh, will be uh, having as they have their chats. Uh, Professor Kim, thank you as always for joining us and we hope you enjoy your Chuseok holidays. Yes, you too. Thank you very much.